I'm here today with George Luckcraft, manager of the SJP Diversified Income Fund, to talk about 2011 performance, uh, some of the stocks and holdings in the portfolio, and the outlook for 2012. George, hello there. The first thing I want to talk about is how 2011 mapped out for you, uh, and in particular, the last quarter. Uh, 2011 was a very mixed year. Um, on one aspect, the background for large cap traditional equity income uh, stocks was very good. That uh, there was a feel for the need for defensiveness and stocks with a decent yield and strong company for characteristics actually performed very strongly. So my core part in the large cap actually performed very well. Um, but in total contrast, uh, in a period where people were fearful about what was happening in the Eurozone, small cap underperformed significantly in the uh, latter half of the year, underperforming the all share index by around 12 or 13 percent. And as I got 40 percent exposure to that, that was a significant headwind. Overall, it meant the fund underperformed by just under 1% for the year, which is always very disappointing, but given the background, I think inexplicable. Um, Amongst um, some of the larger holdings in the portfolio, you, you've got positions in banking shares, uh, and in particular HSBC. Perhaps you could help uh, us understand the journey that you've been on through uh, 2011 in uh, shares in the banking sector and the outlook that you perceive. Um, generally, my exposure has been principally in HSBC with a very small holding in Lloyds Bank and um, overall not having Barclays or RBS, I've been significantly underweight the sector. Um, the background I think is for the strongest to get uh, stronger, so HSBC is the um, biggest holding in, in that area but still underweight the market and I think they are in a very strong position to take market share over the medium term. Lloyds Bank, I think management is starting to do a good job on working through their problems. That's going to take some time, but they do look um, that they're very cheap on a medium term basis, just uh, against um, book value. The other aspect, as far as I'm concerned, the banking is I have been looking for opportunities to have some investments that are benefiting from the problems of the banks. And so during the year, I bought both Close Brothers and Secure Trust in the flotation. Um, and the latter went up by 30% since flotation in October and came, on the came to the market on over a 7% yield. So I see some good opportunities outside some of the uh, traditional banks where they got some uh, pro uh, benefiting from the problems of the traditional banks. One of the things you talked about last year, George, was the market becoming very commodity orientated. Do you still think that's the case or do you perceive that the market is moving away from that focus? Um, it's going to remain commodity focused just given the weighting in the London market to the mining and uh, oil sectors um, representing around 30% of the market. So we're always going to be dominated by that. Uh, Obviously, Royal Dutch Shell and now BP having returned to the dividend list, they're much easier for an equity income investor because they have got premium yields. Um, the mining sector gives more issues, although we are starting to see some good dividend increases, which will give some opportunities. But for me, a lot of the uh, companies quoted in London have dubious corporate governance and operate in interesting areas, so are very difficult for me to be able to justify going in there. And as, they, as long as they have um, zero or very low yields, that makes it a much easier decision for me. You mentioned earlier that you've got a weighting of 40% in small caps in the fund. Perhaps you could give us uh, an idea of, of how that portion of the portfolio performed um, over 2011 and the outlook for this year. It's, well, it's always disappointing to have underperformance. The one benefit of that is that the small cap area is now trading at a very significant discount to that of the broad market. Uh, in a lot of cases, I can get stocks on P's of five, yields of seven, strong balance sheets, and actually leading positions in their marketplace, which I find is extremely attractive. 
What I expect to happen is there will be some corporate activity, especially if we get some confidence that the problems in Europe are containable and with an improving American and possibly even our economies now appearing, I suspect we will see significant takeover activity. And encouragingly, in the early parts of this year, there have been some very large moves in some of the shares that underperformed last year. I've got quite a few stocks over up 50% in the first six weeks of the year. And even after that rise, still look very attractively rated. So what are the defining characteristics that you look for in, um, when you're buying a small cap holding? First and foremost, I think it's quality of management. So I'm looking for managements with uh, uh, skin in the game, but also uh, management that got a record of delivering decently and uh, running a decent business, uh, first and foremost. Um, I think I split my small cap into two aspects that are the, those that are there very definitely for the yield and hopefully they got some modest growth and so you get capital appreciation and then there are other ones which are much more growth and income where the emphasis on the growth and some of these stocks if you uh, manage to get the growth aspects right on a low rating they get up to market caps where other investors start to look at them and we're starting to see in certain cases some good re-ratings coming through as they become of interest to other investors. In terms of uh, an example of a stock in the portfolio, I believe you hold Vitrex. Can you tell us a bit about what it does and why you hold it? Um, Vitrex is one of the UK's best um, export success stories. It's a business that does high performance plastic, um, 97% of it is exported, and it goes a third to the US, a third to Europe, and a third to the Far East into a very broad range of industries, ranging from automotive, aerospace, the Dreamliner has over a tonne of Victrex-based product in there, uh, oil and gas, healthcare, electronics, you name it. And it's a business that actually gives a very good indication on where the uh, world economy is going as far as I'm concerned, because they do give statistics about their um, monthly volumes, and that can be of real interest. So what were its um, performance characteristics in 2011 and has that changed at all in 2012? Actually the interesting thing is if you go back to 2008 actually that there they saw volumes collapse by over 60% as there was huge destocking in the world and that's quite strange in that Victrex promises to supply their customers on five days notice and have a fantastic track record of doing that. They saw some similar characteristics in 2011 in the last quarter, volumes fell by 15%. Principally within Europe there was also some destocking, but totally in contrast to 2008-2009, there's been a very strong rebound in January and actually that's been a record month, about 20% um, higher than uh, where they were three years ago. So showing that actually I think it is very different from where we were in 2008-9, partly um, based on the success of the refinancing coming from the um, ECB. And has the share price responded to that? Share price has been very volatile. Um, middle of last year it got up to £15, came back to £10.50, currently is just below £13.50. It's just showing some of the extreme volatility we've seen in the market just recently. George, perhaps you could give us a, an example of a small cap holding that you're currently invested in. One that I think is really interesting is um, Zytronic, which is a producer of touchscreens, um, used in a wide range of industries from um, leisure to vending, etc. And it is really uh, be, um, well used in rugged conditions where the real growth is coming. Companies like Coca-Cola are now using their technology in all their vending machines um, around the world. And this is a business that's showing very strong growth and it's now started to be reflected in, in the profitability and in the rating. The shares have gone up about 50% since October, but just came out with a very positive AGM statements uh, where they got strong growth and some potential new applications which could um, double the size of the business again. What's the market capitalisation of this stock and, and how do you uh, apportion a weighting um, in the portfolio for it? 
Um, market cap is now currently just um, around £45 million. Um, because of the limited size, this is one of the holdings that I have to have a smaller unit size in, and currently it's around a 75, 80 basis points holding, um, partly because of the performance on there. This sort of stock that I could see um, rising by another 30% this year, and while that's not going to be hugely success, uh, significant in the overall portfolio, it can very definitely produce um, additional performance on a company with a net cash in its balance sheet, a decent, reasonable dividend, which is growing um, quite fast. Do companies like this have exposure to the developing and emerging markets as well as the traditional markets? Very much so. I think that over half their business will be in emerging markets. And I think that's one of the myths that uh, why the market was a bit strange last year when small cap underperformed uh, significantly. I think it was very much tagged, if it's small cap it must be domestic. A lot of companies have got overseas exposure. And if I go through the whole portfolio and in the small cap and look at where it is based, I still come to 65-70% being dependent outside the UK. In terms of risks and opportunities in the market, let's start with the risks. Where do you see specific risk um, in 2012? I think the, most of the risks come from the macro. Uh, one is whether the recently announced Greek bailout um, fully goes through. And I, someone put it to me, I think it's the most expensive bill for polyfiller I've ever seen. And I think uh, very much it is a sticking part plaster and only kicking the can down the road. And I think what's happening is the uh, authorities in Europe recognise that Greek is in an insoluble position. But they just want to put in enough uh, safeguards to make sure they can pr protect the rest of the market. So I suspect at some stage we do get um, the Greeks coming out of the Euro, but I, d I don't think that will be too, um, too much of a problem. I think it will be a short-term shock and probably a great last buying opportunity. Uh, the other obvious macro risk is Iran and the Straits of Hormuz, and who knows what happens there. But again, uh, that is in the market, that there are risks. Um, if, it, if there was problems on day one, the market certainly wouldn't be up. But just likewise, if there is a solution which is not imp impossible in my view, the markets could be significantly higher. I think looking otherwise, I think we're now in a position where equity equities look extremely attractive. We've got um, very strong balance sheets, we've got low payout ratios, so that will uh, set up a very good background for dividend payments, which is obviously very important to me. Um, but also feeling that equities are now under-owned. I think the average pension fund has gone down from the last 10 years from 70% in equities to 20% in equities. Uh, I think that's madness going into uh, bonds, particularly governments, at around 2%, where you can get much more attractive yields in equities and the ability to actually get some significant growth. So you've got the market not being owned by the right people. A lot of the right people are not in there. So I think there's going to be a lot of cash, very sensible ratings, and I think we've got a background of... Uh, earnings will be fine. That I don't think forecasts for 2012 are going up significantly, but I think there are the downside on them now is, is very definitely bottoming out, and ratings are extremely attractive. So I'm starting to get more and more bullish about the market. So in terms of a message for potential and current investors in the fund, I think we could safely conclude that you're feeling quite optimistic about prospects. Absolutely. In some respects, it's um, the period we've just seen reminds me in a different way to the late 1990s when small cap underperformed significantly. And in the latter part of that decade, if you looked at my equity income portfolio in 1990, by the turn of the decade, 70% um, of it had been acquired in takeovers. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think there will be some element of that. And the latter part of the 1990s was a very strong um, time for my relative performance. George Luckcroft, thank you very much. Pleasure. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. 
where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.